the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. We just got done with the Swap Shop Show from 9 to 10. Now we're into cars. So if you have a car question, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Sitting next to me is Alan, my son, who's been in the business for, shoot, 20 years? Yeah. And uh, Alan's specialty is tires and wheels and diesels and customization and um, exhaust systems and what to do to your exhaust system diesel and what not to do. Right. Yeah, those are important because there's been friends of ours and customers of ours that have thrown away parts that have a $2,500 value. And then when they get caught with the parts missing, then they have a $2,500 purchase. Mm -hmm. Close enough? Yep. So we can share our experience with you. Obviously, you can do whatever the heck you want to do. But it's not our opinion that you should be changing or disabling um, There's certain emission control devices on your truck. But you can still add enhancements to the exhaust system. Okay. Right? Not, not right. Really. Okay, so you. <laughs> no, I, I don't recommend it. Okay, well, can't can't they put a bigger set of pipes on it, or a, a bigger pipe on it, or can they run from the back of no. the particulate filter bigger? Does it? Where does it go from the particulate filter backwards, just to the tip, the tailpipe tip? Yep. Okay, yep. so they don't make a kit that goes bigger. Uh, they do, but it doesn't do anything. You're throwing money away. Okay. Well, give me another example of throwing money away. Um. I. There's what do a, people ask you that you that we don't want to do? Oh, uh, DPF back exhaust systems for sure. I think, in my opinion, um, okay. yeah. I mean, the tip may look a little bit better, but it's not going to do anything else other than aesthetics. Okay. What about air filters? Anything there that enhance? Uh, like the... on a bone, like on a bone stock truck, I usually tell them just you know you're you're throwing three hundred and fifty four or five six hundred dollars away. I wouldn't typically do it if if you're going to do a complete you know performance upgrade at that point. I would do it, but. The only other reason I would I would do it is just replace the filter itself to a lifetime cleanable one, and then you know save you money in the long run. But but other than that, it's you know. But it can cost you money in the long run because when you over oil them, then all of a sudden. Well, you we can... don't use oil, but yeah, you, you rinse them out. Okay. Yeah, we use the dry ones, but yes. Okay. But yes, that that certainly that has caused a lot of issues in the past where people over oil them. And that's that's an and that's it's an air filter that you clean, then you oil, then you clean put back dry, in your and then oil. Yeah, and the supposedly the oil, you know, like magnetizes to the dirt, and then it captures all that dirt, and the dirt is is disciplined and turned away from the engine. But in reality, <laughs> all they do is they over oil it, and it gets all over the mass airflow, or then take air temp sensor, and it makes a big mess. 
and 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 it's something that causes a couple of sensors to give bad information to the motor. Yeah. Therefore, the motor doesn't run right, and your fuel economy could very well go to the toilet. Oh yeah. And there's all ki- and then check engine lights and all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff that happens. Yep. I have always been of the opinion, and you and I have not always agreed to this, but there's cold air kits and all this other kind of stuff, and especially the $300 air filters. I've always been of the opinion that for $300, you can buy the air filters for the rest of that truck for the rest of its life almost. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So to stick with the stock air filter, I think, is just a much better deal. But how many times have we pulled the air filter box apart on a diesel and found a coffee cup full of dirt? Oh, a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And that's because they're not really doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. They're not having somebody do the work for them, and they're not changing out their air filter. They're not checking their air filter. There's a whole bunch of cowboys out there that just really don't open up the hood very often. Right. So those are the kinds of problems that we do run. Now, okay, we're going to get to Mark in just one second. I got one more question for you. The Chevy, the Dodge, the Ford. Yeah. The, what kind of oil change interval, intervals and do they make a difference between the semi-synthetic and the synthetic? Sure, they do. Uh, okay. I mean, give me the baseline. Is it a twelve to fifteen thousand dollar or mile oil change on most of them? I think we set them here in the shop on the full synthetic, like ten to twelve thousand, and okay. then on the semi-synthetic, it's eight to ten. Okay. So, and are you doing the fuel? F- are you suggesting a fuel filter with every oil change across the board, Dodge, Chevy, and it Ford? It depends on how long ago. I usually, I usually tell people fifteen thousand. Is what I like to do on my truck. So I usually run fifteen thousand on oil change. So I'll do my my fuel filters at that at time. At the same time. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I've got my truck on right now too. I've got twelve to fifteen on my truck, and I'm doing a fuel filter each time. We understand what we didn't understand years ago: the importance of having a new fuel filter. Yeah, and the importance of filtration and the importance of uh, fuel demand. And also, if the oil light or the water light comes on, you have to deal with it. That's nothing that you can wait for very long. No. I just I just had an engine right now that's you know supposedly wiped out because of that, and uh, and so there's been a lot of problems with that. And guys are going through nine thousand dollars worth of injector because they're aspirating a whole bunch of water because they're ignoring the water light. So that happens a lot. Let's go to Mark. Mark, good morning to you. What can we do for you? Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, my son has a 2004 Impala with 150,000 miles on it, and he began to get the following symptoms. Um, on a cold startup, it would run a rough idle for a number of minutes, not every time he started it, but becoming more frequent. And then the temperature gauge um, would start to go up into the high end of the hot range, okay. and then it would come down and it would go back up. And also... Um, he turned on the heat for the engine for the passenger compartment, uh-huh. and no heat would come out. And so he took the car um, into a shop, and they did some diagnostics on it. And the result of that was that the head gasket is leaking. And you know they gave him a a quote for the repair and maintenance, um, which seemed reasonable. Um, he's a student; doesn't have a lot of money and would like to keep the car going for a while, but it's about $3,000 to pull ahead, maybe machine it, replace the um, radiator, flush out the heater core. And my question is, is I know that there's head gasket sealers on the market. Are they of any value at all or any suggestions you might want to offer? So, okay, go. Who, who you want? You want? 
Okay. Uh, I, I so, want to know what kind of car it is again. It's an uh, 2004 Impala. Impala. Yeah, okay, so it's a gas motor. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So, 3.4 liter. Okay. We cross this bridge multiple times a week <laughs> here at the office. Multiple times a week. Uh, this is... And I, I'll tell you the same thing, and we kind of treat the, these things the same way we treat our own vehicles here. Um, the, my first inkling was was head gasket, but but the fact that uh, it doesn't happen every time, and the fact that the, temp- the does it ever get into the red the temperature? Uh, yeah, I think he said it did get up there, and then it has a gauge and a warning light. And okay. once the warning light came on, okay, and he just drove it home yesterday, and while well, he was driving it back from the shop because he's not sure what he wants to do. He said the temperature went up within about a five-mile drive, and then it started to come back down. And... Right. All right, but here's the deal. The temperature is A-OK at three-quarters, okay? So between half and three-quarters is the range we want it to run. We're interested is when the needle gets into the overheat box. So we don't care about half to three-quarters. We don't even care between half and seven-eighths. But when the needle gets into the box, you know, that that's a stopping point. That's a period stopping point. Continue. So... If you were my customer, I'd tell you this. It's, it sounds like to me it's a it's a fairly small leak because large head gasket leaks either A, I mean, we have one in the shop right now that literally pumps water out the exhaust and it's dripping out of the muffler. Uh, or um, it's, you know, it will, it, will, it will get hot within a mile. Um, so it, it sounds like to me it's a fairly small leak. Um, you understand that uh, those head gaskets, we do have some that work. Uh, we do have some that work real good. However... It is a Band-Aid. It is not a proper fix. It's a Band-Aid that may get you through the next year or two or three. It may get you through a month. But uh, it is a Band-Aid, and it can cause other issues. Um, but it's something we ha- we will do from time to time on certain select cases. Okay, I'm going to take the other side of that, Mark. Okay. I- I'm going to tell you that the fact that it's got a rough idle means that we've got water being pressurized into a cylinder. That's the reason why you have the rough idle. We're going to fix that when we do the head or whatever. Number two... Um, the fact that he's not really seeing a low con- consumption of water, that's important. But when you start talking about that the idle or the uh, temperature goes wild, goes high and going low, that's exactly when the water level is at a critical stage. As far as the heater's concerned, we're going to set that aside for right now because we can flush, back flush that heater core and see if we can get it working. But it could be if both hoses that are going to the heater are hot, then it's, it's underneath the dash problem. Underneath the dash, we're going to serve cold air or hot air to the vents. And sometimes we have the ability, I don't know about your your 14-year-old car, but sometimes we have the ability to mix hot and cold air. That's called the blend door. So if that blend door's stuck on the cold side and it ain't going to let hot side in it, then that heater ain't going to blow hot air because it can't. However, gold gray-haired guys like me and Alan will touch the heater hoses, and if they're both hot, bingo, bingo. Did you just call me a gray-haired guy? Well, look at your beard. Well, that's chrome. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yours yeah. is yours is gray or white. Mine is chrome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, I, yeah. So the idea is, is that if that's the case, we can. If one is cold and one is hot, then we're going to flush it. So we're going to set the heater aside. I'm going to yeah. change. He told you something I don't agree with. We've got a sealer that has already gone a hundred thousand miles. So we've got a sealer that we know how to install, we know how to fix it, we know how to do this, and we also have learned what not to use the sealer on. Because we had that Suzuki Samurai that yeah. was running water out of the tailpipe, and you just described another one. Right. Here's, right, I, I, I agree. What time will we break? We, okay, 17. I 100% agree, but here's, here's, the, here's the issue. Um, the, yeah, if it's too big, it ain't going to work. If, okay. if it's real small. We agree. 
I would never tell a customer, yes, we have seen cars go 100,000 miles. We got yeah. one here in the shop that's owned by one of our techs. Goes right. But you and I both know that if we say, oh, we've got ones that last 100,000, that's the last thing they're going to hear. Okay. And when it lasts 3,000, they're going to come back going, you said it would last 100,000. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I want to ask you something. How many have come back? Oh, I would say, yeah, probably maybe 5% of the ones that come back because we're very selective on the front side of okay. which ones we do. All right. So our success rate is 95%? On the ones that we decided to do. Right. Yeah. And permanently, so, so yeah, yeah. to speak. So, yeah, so yeah. to speak. So the, and, and the idea is $120? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. It's, it's $120. And, and I don't mean to thump my chest. This is a very uncomfortable situation for me because this show has never been about our shop. But we flush the cooling system really, really well. We install the sealer. We set that up. And then we give the car back to you. And then, obviously, depending on where you're at, a long drive home is a pretty good deal. If you live close by, we're going to have we're going to take your car. You're going to take your car to Casa Grande and back. We need a little bit of work. We need a little bit of circulation. We need some hot. But we've had really good success. And this is the first sealer. I'm I've been in this business 39 years, and I have never found a sealer this good ever. As a matter of fact, the success rate on everything up to this sealer. I'm not going to name the name because I'm not going to give them the credit. But up until this cedar, the best you could hope for was a 25% success rate. And I'm going to tell you right now, I even disagree with his 95%. But 95%, I'll go along with that. 95%, we don't see him again. They're all, they're all fine. Mm-hmm. It's the size. You haven't said anything about water coming out of the tailpipe. You haven't no. said anything about continuation overheat. Three miles, overheat three miles, which is one that we don't even want to, we wouldn't even do. No. But there's a lot of labor involved to prepare the cooling system for the sealer. And mm-hmm. so, but the, the head gaskets are going to cause the rough idle, and a low coolant level is going to cause the erratic temperature gauge. So one and one equals two. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I That's agree. Sure. I agree with the head gasket uh, determination. And if he's got. A, a cooler, a, sen, uh, a sealer that he likes, then talk to him. But mm-hmm. ours is in the 120 range, give or take. Yeah, yeah. And it just matters on you know, a lot of different things. But that's mm-hmm. the installation of the sealer. So, is that good? Yeah, that's good. Does that include the flush too, or is that? Yeah, that's everything. When you leave there, you're you're good for a year. You're going to leave there with the proper amount of coolant. You're going to leave there with a good flush. We're going to check the heater core real quick for you. Um, We're just going to touch the hoses. A flush is extra. So we're going to put you back together. I would strongly suggest that you leave the heater core issue alone for right now. (laughs) And here's the deal. We're not going to use this coolant has not caused heater cores to block Mm. or or cooling systems or radiators to go bad. None of that has happened. And that's part of the reason is because we're flushing the cooling system on the front side. So we're going to get a lot of that crap out of there. So that's the issue. All righty, Mark, thank you very much. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You can call in. The lines are wide open. Gil's there, and we'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. 
at phxbodyworks.com. I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure. Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. All righty, we're going to save every second we can of this show. So this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurtz Auto Repair. He's I-17 and Bell Gas, Diesel, ASE Master Certified Technicians, a friend of mine for 20 years, a good guy, knows right from wrong. Eric and Jeff are his lead technicians, and those guys are masters as well as Kurt is a master. So you get the benefit of three ASE Master Certified Technicians looking at your car. Frankly, folks, there's few shops that have three. I'm a master tech, and we have, I don't know, four or five in our shop. Yeah. But we have a big shop. But I'm telling you, that's like the, the best experienced doctor that the you can imagine. The creme de la creme. That's it. The creme de la creme. All right, we're going to go to the phones. Kathy, ladies first, you're up. How can I help you? Hi. Um, I'm a little nervous. I've never called into a car show before. <laughs> oh, that's okay. But, you know um, what? Women give me symptoms. The guys tell me all the stuff that they've fixed already or that they've done that didn't fix the car. <laughs> so I like women. You go right ahead, ma'am. Okay, well, uh, I have a 2002 RAV4, and every time I start it up, it gives a lot of black smoke out of the tailpipe. And then that's the only, it's only in the first thing in the morning when I do that. It doesn't happen if I do it hours later. It doesn't do it. And somebody told me it was oil dripping somewhere, but it doesn't drip on the ground. And, um, Okay, and well, I let's... heard you say on your last program that oil, if it burns oil, the engine burns oil, you're like, need to get a new car. No, no, wait <laughs> a minute, wait a minute. We got to back that train way up. There is okay. a difference. I need to know if it's black, white, or blue. That's important. She said black. I know, but okay. she, but but she, she has to make sure. You have to make sure of that. Number two, I bet. When it starts up fine, you hit the key and it goes, run, starts right up. I'll bet when you think there's going to be black smoke, like you let it sit all night long, I'll bet it's go- yes. it's this. I want you to pay attention to that. Otherwise, the cranking of the engine is longer, and I know I'm going to get black smoke. But if it goes, run, and starts right up, then it's shorter, and I don't get black smoke. Pay attention to that. Black, okay. If you're right about black smoke, you got a leaking injector. It's not oil because it's blue. So if you got black smoke, it, then you got a leaking injector, and I'm looking for an extended crank, which would solidify my perfect diagnosis. So if okay. if you say, Mark, when I sit overnight, it cranks over for three or four or five seconds, and then it starts. 
But, Mark, when I go from, you know, from place to place, the dry cleaners to the dentist, blah, 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 I go to the grocery store, each time there's no black smoke, it, boom, it hits right off. It goes, run. All right? Okay. You, you pay attention to that. But I can tell you right now, you've got nothing you've told me about that would suggest you need to replace the engine. How many miles are on this? Uh. 200, a little over 200,000. Okay. And unless you're blowing blue smoke all the time, because oil consumption doesn't happen once, every time you drive it, you get blue smoke. From there, it goes to a spark plug foul. That's the beginning of the end. Okay? So you're not even there. So I want you to shove okay. that thought out of your head. Okay? <laughs> oh, good. All righty. Hey, what part of town do you live in, real quick? Uh, South Scottsdale. Okay. And who do you go to? Who do you have, well, let me um, ask you this. Do you have a shop that you love? I, you know, I have a mechanic. He doesn't have his own shop, but he does regular oil changes on it and okay. fixes other stuff. So. Okay. Well, the guy that's really close to you is Bell Auto, and he's about 87th Street in, uh, in McDowell. So he's just okay. this side of the 101. His name's Craig. He's a wizard. And Craig could help you fix the car, or help you diagnose the car and fix the car. I guarantee you. He, him, and his okay. wife run the operation, and they are the kindest people. But Craig is an awesome technician. Okay, well, I'll take that. I know where they are. They're just not very far from me at all. Okay, all right. It's called Bell so Automotive. Thank you. thank you very much. All right, let's move on. Luke, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah. Hi, Mark. Hi. Uh, 1996 uh, Plymouth uh, Voyager. And I have uh, 85,000 original miles uh, running excellent. Okay. And I need advice on the transmission. When it comes to a sudden stop, not a tire squeaking stop, but a sudden stop, uh, for uh, two, three seconds, uh, it feels like, you know, I've put it in neutral. In other words, you know, the engine doesn't get engaged yes. know, to the transmission. Yeah. Uh, I needed to know, get your advice, you know, what's the symptom. Alan, you got a guess? Uh, got my guess would be fluid low. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. Here's the deal. You need to have somebody look in your owner's manual. It'll tell you exactly to do it. The engine's on, the engine's off, the engine's in park, blah, blah, blah. But you need to check the fluid because an abrupt stop is causing the fluid to go forward, and the pump is sucking air, which throws you into neutral. But as soon as the car comes to a stop, then the fluid in the, in the swimming pool, in the pan, oil pan, settles down, and instead of sucking air, then it starts sucking fuel. Or not fuel, yeah. but uh, oil. Fluid. So okay. this does not mean you need anything other. I'll bet you, I'll bet you okay. that you could add a quart of fluid to this and that problem would go away. Thank you, Mike. All right. Good Appreciate luck to you, it. Luke. You betcha. Dave, you're up next. How can we help you? Mark, uh, 97 Oldsmobile 88. The power antenna, I can hear the motor running when I shut the, the ignition off. Mm-hmm but it's not operating the antenna up and down. Uh, okay, I've looked I got online, this. Okay, and go ahead. there are replacement parts you can get in the aftermarket. Am I better off to do that or go to the dealership, which would be its cousin, the Buick? Yeah. Um, I want you to know that your Buick uh, or your Oldsmobile, there is no part on your Oldsmobile or, or a Buick no part, not one, that was made in an area that says Buick Oldsmobile. Not one. You have an alternator from the lowest bidder. You have a starter from the lowest bidder. You have an engine from the lowest bidder. All your, your tires, your wheels, your shocks, your, everything in your car is made by some aftermarket company. 
everything. I'll give you an example. A Ford today, a Ford truck, has a Hitachi alternator. It has a Denso mass airflow sensor. It has belts by Goodyear Continental. It has Bendix brakes. And I could go on and on and on. So the idea that you're going to get better parts at a dealership is bogus. Just flat well, out. I, now, kind of, I kind of figured that okay. since I used to be in the business. You, you know who this is. You sound, you sound doggone familiar. So, uh, it, Let me ask you, answer your question, though. There is an electric motor that has fishing line in it. Fishing yeah, line that's, that's big. that's gone bad. And that's broken. So yeah. all you need is a mast. So you get a new mask with a new piece of fishing line. But if you've never taken that motor out from underneath that fender, it ain't an easy job. Well, so, I'm an old man now. Uh, okay. I have a friend from church that is willing to do that at no cost. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, maybe I'll have to buy him dinner or something. Sure. So if he's willing to do that, you just need a mast that has the fishing line attached. You pull the motor out. You pull the mast out. You rewind it. You attach the little fishing line to the wheel. And then bzzz, it goes up. Now, the fishing line is as big as the cartridge in your ink pen. So it's a pretty right. stout. But your car is, you know, 3, 18, 21 years old. Right. And so that's that's yeah, an important I mean, I consideration. Think probably just finally got to it. And, sure. Um, so so that, ask me where I go to get my car fixed. Who do you go to? T-Bird Auto and S&S. Okay. Well, T-Bird Auto and S&S are both on my list of the best car repair shops. Tom at Thunderbird Auto, though, you, you can't you can't let him. Oh, he's just got recently got married, and his head's turned to mush. So deal with his staff and not him. And, of course, I'm teasing you. But I, I have to say that just because if he's listening, he's going to want to kill me for that. <laughs> I'm glad you go to SNS. I'm glad you go to Tom and T-Bird. They're good guys. All righty. When we come back, I'll tell you right now, David and Alan, you're our first two callers. Please stay there. And then we have three lines open. Then no one will get in front of David or Alan. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Sitting to my right is my son, Alan. He's been in our business more than 20 years. My name is Mark Salem. I'm a master tech, and I've been around a long time more than him. We'll be back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. 
Ranch. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hi, this is Debbie Georgiatis. This week, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West joins me to talk about America's military, plus his leadership of the Texas Public Policy Foundation's new Booker T. Washington initiative. That, plus trade, guns, and news about moms, the two hours will race by. On my show, America Can We Talk, every Sunday at 5 p.m. on 960 The Patriot, on Facebook Live at America Can We Talk, or online at americacanwetalk.org. We talk truth about America and why it matters to you on the next episode of recipes for disaster so we've got our neighbor paul coming over tonight for a barbecue which is why i prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes to make sure the steaks are extra 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 tender i left them marinating out on the counter overnight just like nana used to maria may mean well but without food safety it never ends well Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem and Alan Salem here at your service. Um, let me tell you real quick about another great shop. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is in Mesa. He's the only shop in Mesa that's been able to pass the muster, and I get to build the muster sheet. So Brian and Thelma are good people. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. They've been around. I think this is the second generation of Vivian and Thompson's that have been in Mesa, and they're really good people. They've been around since 1970, and if you have a car issue or if you just want an oil change, they can handle just about anything for you. So if you don't have a repair garage that you trust, may I suggest that you trust Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, and on, again, on Main Street, just east of Stapley. Let's go to the phones. Alan, you're up next. Thank you for holding. How can I help you? Yes, sir. Um, 1970 Plymouth Cuda. It has an overcharging problem. It's charging at it, uh, uh, 20 instead of, of 14 2 14 3 wow and it it's it it's had the alternator change it's had the voltage regulator changed a couple of different times and it's down to 17 with those changes but it's still 
it, it actually blew the headlights out at, at 20. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, it's time to have somebody look at it that's more of a professional nature because you've probably already spent more money than most shops would have charged you to find it and fix it. Um, one of the problems that we have on the older model cars is, is we got a lot of young, a lot of people that think they know everything in the world, and they go in and they make changes to the older cars, and the changes are going to bite somebody hard in the old posterior. What needs to happen is, is we need to run a series of volt drop tests because somewhere along the line you're missing a ground or you've got a ground with a bad connection or something because the alternator and the regulator is not seeing the battery. And because they're not seeing the battery, they're thinking the battery's dead. So the regulator says to the alternator, give me all you got. So 17 to 20 volts, that burns out just about everything. So this is something you need to get handled. And, and the volt drop test has to be done by somebody who's done it again, that understands the readings, and really and truly, I'll bet this, uh, not, I'll bet, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm quite sure this is going to be a 50 to $125 job, which includes the fix, because once you figure it out, what we're missing, then you're going to find out that it's not there, you're going to build a new ground cable, you're going to tighten up the one that's there, you're going to find a bad corroded connection, you're going to find something. But um, I would have done this, of course, before the alternator and the regulator. But what part of town do you live in? I'm going to send you to a gray-haired guy. Um, 75th Avenue and, and Union Hills. Okay. So I'd go to Tom Fletcher at Thunderbird Auto. Um, if you want to, Tom's a good guy, and, the, and his staff is a good guy. If you want the best diagnostician with gray hair, then you're going to go to Harker's at 38th Avenue and Indian School. And when you walk in, just tell Bob... Um, I heard that you're no good, and you couldn't fix uh, you couldn't fix a uh, uh, a broken window even if the crank handle was missing. <laughs> but I'm willing to give you a chance because there was a guy on the radio that said something. But I, I can tell you on a one to ten scale, this is a two and a half or a three. That's all it is for us. Okay. All righty. All right, and I and I wrote down Thunderbird Auto. Where are they located? 88th Avenue and Thunderbird. 88th Ave. And Thunderbird. And T-Bird. Yeah, they're in Peoria. They're in Peoria. Yeah. And then and then I got 38th Avenue. And Indian School, and, Indian and that's School. called Larry Harker's Auto. Larry, Larry Harker's Auto. Harper? Harker. H-A-R-K-E-R. Harker? H-A-R-K-E-R. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, you're welcome, sir. Um, I got to write down T O T Harkers and T Bird. I keep track of my referrals. Okay, let's go to the phones back. And Bob, you're up. Oh, by the way, Bob, come on up. But six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Bob, what can we do to help you? Morning, guys. This week, I purchased a new set of tires for my wife's Equinox at okay. one of the big membership, you know, club yeah. stores discount, and they were a year old. I saw it before they installed them, but I mean, she wore out the tires on her 15 Equinox. You know, they had 77,000 miles on the originals. Okay. So you think I should have accepted tires that were a year old already? Um, calm down. Calm down. I want to answer this myself. <laughs> calm down. Those in our vernacular are popping fresh. You have to think about this. The tire is made... And from there, it goes to a testing facility. Then from there, it goes to a major distributor. And from there, it's distributed to the warehouses. And from there, it's sold to you. 
So I want to tell you something. Uh, I would let him put, if I had an ex-wife, I would probably want one that's 10 years old on hers. <laughs> but a one-year-old tire, no harm, no foul. I want you to forget the notion that that tire's old. That's that's right. a popping fresh tire. I, I, I don't know that I would go as far as popping fresh, but I would have absolutely no res- reservations in. Uh, I mean, I can, we, we, I've seen tires, you know, uh, that are you know six weeks old, but it, it, it's not very not very often. A year is nothing. Okay, but we're buying from a warehouse, and and he's talking about a, a, a mass guy. I, I understand. And so there there might be a difference in the way the tire gets to us and them. Maybe maybe not. Well, the other thing too is is very popular sizes. They they run you know all the time. Right. But it, this may be an Equinox may have an odd size tire that they run you know twice a year, okay. and you just happen to get the tail end of you know one of those runs or something. But no. Not at all. The bottom line is, is don't worry about nope, this. Nope, okay. Nope. And besides that, at okay. seventy-seven thousand miles, you should be congratulating your wife for seventy-seven thousand miles. You should be taking her to dinner for seventy-seven thousand miles. You should be doing something really, really nice for her because I want to tell you, my wife hasn't hit seventy-seven thousand miles, and I just replaced the tires on my truck, and they were at sixty-eight thousand miles. So really, I hope she's listening. But I think an evening at uh, Zetejas or what's that big state company place morton's yeah yeah morton's i think that's more appropriate that you should be thinking about bob as opposed to uh, your tires being old that's what i think Um, Uh, did i get you in a lot of trouble i tried to no (laughs) (laughs) you notice he's whispering he's whispering (laughs) all righty thank you very much bob 602-508-0960 the lines are wide open give us a call we'll be back hello i'm greg may the proud owner of phoenix body works I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle Right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Less than two weeks after an all-time high, the stock market experienced its largest single-day drop in history. How does that affect you? Does that have you worried and feeling nervous? Tune in to this week's Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis Sachs-Pelvinas this Saturday morning at 8 to find out what market volatility could mean for your retirement. In volatile times, Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis can help keep your retirement plan on track. Join us Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The overriding message from this year's Academy Awards, we've learned our lesson. Responding to the hashtag MeToo movement and reports of erotic exploitation and sexism, presenters and Oscar winners frequently alluded to the scandal and made sanctimonious pledges to crack down on wrongdoers. After complaints in recent years about scant Oscar attention to people of color, numerous black and Hispanic celebrities appeared on stage and Latinos won some of the most important Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Foreign Language Film. 
film. And after last year's epic snafu with Warren Beatty announcing the wrong Best Picture winner this year, he received the right envelope. Despite such improvements, a long, predictable ceremony with no blockbusters in serious contention yielded the worst TV rating in Academy history. Have key lessons really been learned? Time will tell. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're going to hurry through these uh, stuff we got to do, and then we're going to take Dave and Bruce, and we've got open lines available, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Phil, my buddy, at Automatic Transmission Exchange. He's been around since 1968. He has a tad of gray hair, and he's a transmission repair and diagnostic expert. So on Automatic Transmission Exchange has been at 40th Street in Washington. If you've ever been up and down Washington on the north side of the road, Automatic Transmission Exchange has been there since 1968. So they've been around the block. They've transitioned from the old power glides all the way up to the electronic transmissions, and that's a feat in and of itself. So if you're in Phoenix and you need transmission help, you want to talk to a transmission expert, then go by Automatic Transmission Exchange. Okay, Dave, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, I've got a 2005 F-150. It's got 149,000 on it. And just recently, actually, when it started getting cooler, I wouldn't say cold. <laughs> never gets cold. Yeah. But when, when I when I pull out of the garage and give it some throttle, I feel a vibration, and it's like it's, it feels like it's coming from the left side. Uh, I don't know. Is it, 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 mount, I don't know. But it doesn't do it when you're when you're just sitting there idling. It's when you're no. accelerating either in reverse or in drive. No, just in drive and it's when uh just like in my initial initial uh uh acceleration of uh-huh. the day really. Okay. Or even well actually when I get off work it does it again. But okay. after that it doesn't do it anymore. Okay, so the question I heard you already say motor mounts. Um, it's typically a vibration isn't transmitted to the car unless the car is in gear and the car is stationary. Usually when you throttle up, then the engine will reposition itself. It'll lift up and set back down on the mount. Plus you're going so fast at 5, 10, 15 miles an hour that you're not going to feel the vibration. So it's one of those things that it sounds like you could duplicate it. I think I would go by my shop not on a Monday morning or a Friday afternoon, but I would say to them, can I stop by tomorrow morning and I can demonstrate this problem to somebody? So can I borrow somebody for a little seat time and I promise I'll have him back in 10 minutes? Because it really makes me mad when you I, I loan you a technician and he's gone for 45 minutes. 
he's mad <laughs> and I'm mad. So, but that's what I would do. I, 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 you know, initially I thought maybe you have a coolant leak, but you didn't say anything about overheating and you didn't say anything about adding no. coolant on a regular basis. Um, it could easily be a bad spark plug if you haven't done any plugs in the 149,000 miles. Um, no, we get better at 100,000 like we're supposed to. Okay, so. perfect, perfect. Yeah, it's just, and the fact that it goes away and the fact that there are no other symptoms, you have two choices. You can go in and look for it, but if the fact that you can duplicate it is great, or you wait till it gets worse and easier to find because this certainly isn't anything that's going to prevent you from going to Tucson or Douglas or Yuma or California. Right, yeah, so. I haven't done that at all. So, okay. Yeah. And, and I, I want you to pay attention to two words, vibration or engine miss. Pay attention to see if you can determine if it's a steady ta 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 or if it's a vibration which is more of a hum. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you very well, much, it's, Dave. You know, it's, 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 it's really not a sound to it. It's just a feeling. I understand. I understand. And, and by the way, Dave, I want to apologize that, uh, you, you know, you must have hit your head when you bought that Ford. But nevertheless, I'll let that go and I'll, I'll pass. Hey, you know what? I've changed the brakes and I did my tune-up and that's it. I haven't done it. I haven't even replaced the headlight. I know, but, but you just jinxed yourself. <laughs> yeah, you just jinxed yourself. And, and we'll let me see tell you this that. week. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling people this for years, and it's still rolling. Uh, all right, all right. But here, I want to I want to share something to you. I've put on more hoses in one week than you've put on your whole life. I just want to tell you, I'm experienced. My personal experience is is that eight years, eighty thousand miles on hoses and belts. So I hope you you fo- now if you make it through the winter here. I would bet that you're going to have a cooling system problem in the summer just because you've been around the world six times. You're way past a comfort zone. So eight years, 80,000 miles, I would just suggest you plan for that kind of repair, okay? i got to move okay. on. Thank you, Dave. Bruce, you're up next. How can I help you, Bruce? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a RV generator uh, issue that uh, I wanted to talk to you about. Is it an owner or a Kohler? It's an Onan okay. 4000 Microlite. All right, so it's we can already tell you what to do. We already can tell you what to do, and we, are going to tell, we can already tell you what you're going to call us about. <laughs> okay. It, it doesn't start. <laughs> or it surges real bad. Or it surges real bad, one or the other. Yeah, it, it, I run it about every month, and up until about two months ago, it, it runs fine initially, and the last couple months uh, I've run it, I've run it, it, it surges under load. Okay. Yep. Well, go ahead and tell him what's the matter with it, Mr. Generator. Uh, replace the carburetor. Absolutely, the carburetor. positively, unequivocally, do not <laughs> attempt to clean that thing. Do not. Because okay. I'm telling you, every tech that's been in, been through here that says, oh, I can just clean it, always tries to clean it, wastes a bunch of time, and it doesn't fix it. So... Just replace the carburetor. They're easily, readily available, and be done. You're just going to go look for an Onan 4K generator carburetor and buy one from something that sounds like it's a good shop or a good manufacturer. And then I want to tell you, when you're done with that and you put it on, there's going to be some settings you need to set. You need to set the unloaded idle, and then you need to set the K, the, um, what's that called? The, uh, 
it's on the tip of my tongue. It's 55 to 60, the hertz rate. Okay. We hertz. need to set okay. the hertz rate. So I buy a little meter at Harbor Freight that gives me volts and hertz and amps, and it's a 110 meter. I plug it into the wall by the kitchen, and then I tune, I turn on my air, and I want to tune that 110 circuit to between 55 and 60 hertz. That'll be okay. something you better do. But he's right. If you buy, if you take that off and, and have Mr. Onan rebuilt it, his chances of being successful are one one hundredth of a hundred percent. So just put <laughs> okay. a new carburetor on it, okay? Great, thank All right, you. You betcha. That was a pretty good deal. You know, I'm pretty proud of you. I already know what the two symptoms, and you were exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, who was it again? Ron, good morning. How can we help you? Uh, yes, uh, I was just calling about two different issues, and one of them is the, uh, I've been in three times with my truck, uh, I have a 2003 Ford E250, and it's uh, it's got quite a bit of weight in it, and uh, three times I've been in for tire rotation and balancing, because after I hit like 65 or 70 miles an hour, it's, it's, uh, it's a little scary, it's a little shaky. Okay. Well, and then the other. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me do that one first. Um, okay. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, <laughs> and expecting a different outcome. It's time for a fresh pair of eyes. And um, okay. there, there, we here's the question: Does the steering wheel shake north and south? Does the steering wheel go left and right? Do you feel the vibration only in the steering wheel? or in the seat of your pants, or both. You have to come up with all that information. And then when you do, then any good tire guy is going to be able to fix that. Okay. The steering wheel is steady, and uh, it feels like it's the front end. Okay, but but I needed you to say that the steering wheel is going to have a vibration or going to be going north and south or left and right if it is the front end because... If it's not, if you don't have those symptoms, then what is it that you see that says that it's the front end? Um, just, just like the shaking. Uh, at the, uh, the, well, it is shaking. The wheel is just shake. Okay. What, I, what I'm mostly finding out is it's when I'm going up or down huge hills, going up the pace in her back. Okay. All righty. Well, if the steering wheel is shaking left and right, then how many miles are on this thing? Um, 146. Okay. I'd be looking at the front end. If you want to check it yourself, I'm going to give you about a two-second or maybe 60-second uh, lesson on how to check it. Have you got somebody okay. there at the house that you love that won't run over you? Okay. Okay. So somebody's going to get in. The car's going to be running. The emergency brake's going to be set. Somebody's going to get in. They're going to put their hand at 10 or 12 o'clock. And then you're going to crawl underneath the front, and you're going to put one hand on the front, one, one front tire and one hand on the left front tire. You got me? So you're going to yeah. wing out. So you're going to touch those two tires, and then you're going to say, go ahead, honey. And she's going to go left about the half the width of her hand. So she's going to go from 10, 12 o'clock to like 11, 11.30. Then she's going to go back to 12 o'clock. Then she's going to go to 1 o'clock. And she's going to go between 1 o'clock and 11 o'clock real slow. I want you with your hands to touch both front wheels, and I'll bet you dollars to donuts that one of them moves before the other one does. So that okay. means you got some play in the front end. So you can balance those tires until we're all dead, and you ain't going to fix that. So okay, now, does, does it this, happens when uh, when I'm driving normal, not on any hills or anything. Yes, it doesn't do it. 
It, it doesn't make any difference. We have to figure out what it is first. Uh, the steering okay. wheel sawing left and right indicates that you got some, and then the mileage indicates you've got some worn out front end. Then you're going to look okay. where the steering shaft comes into the steering box, and then you're going to look go through the steering box. There's a pitman arm. Then the pitman arm's attached to the center link, and the center link's attached to both front tires. And, and somewhere in that, you're going to see a joint where half the joint moves and the other half doesn't. And that's where your problem. Uh, Alan, what does this cost to shake down a front end? Oh, I would, 45 or 50 bucks. Okay, so you get a good senior guy looking at it. He puts it on the alignment rack. He shakes down the front end. He answers your question. That's the first thing you have to do. You got left and right movement of the steering wheel, and you think it's a tire problem, and that's not helped it any, then it's going to be a loose front end, and, and you haven't done anything to it. But you had a second issue. Go ahead with the second. Uh, sometimes when I go to crank the truck over, it'll... It'll turn over you know, quite quickly, but it won't start. And then I'll shut it off, uh, the key switch off, turn it back and start it again. And then it'll fire right up. Okay. Um, does it only do it cold or after it sits a while? After it sits a while. Okay. Oftentimes what happens is, is when you turn the key and you go into the start mode, the computer will fire up the fuel pump. But if the car doesn't start within three seconds, and the computer knows when the car starts, because when it goes from 75 RPM, 150 RPM to where it goes 600 RPM, the computer knows it starts up. So if after three seconds it shuts off the fuel pump, if it says, oh, we're not going to start, I'm going to shut the fuel pump off. So by you oh. cycling the key off and coming back on, you're giving it an additional three seconds. And now all of a sudden, boom, we got fuel pressure and the car starts. So if I were working on your car, I'd say leave it at night. I would hook a fuel pressure gauge up to it. In the morning, I'd turn the key to the on position and the fuel pressure would be 20 pounds. And I'd not, I would know it's not going to start at 20 pounds. And I'm using stupid numbers because I don't know exactly what yours at. So I 20 pounds, boom, I know it's not going to start. I turn it off. I hit it again. I count to 10. I turn it back on. And it goes, boom, to 50 pounds. Well, we got a fuel problem. So I got a leaking injector, a bad fuel pressure regulator, or a bad fuel pump. It's going to be one of those three. Okay? Okay. All right. Good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I want to tell you real quick about S&S Tire. they got three locations on the west side. They're in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. S&S Tire's been open since 1976. They're in their second generation. There's Dad, and now the boys are running it. And I want to tell you, they are cookie cutters of one another. They're honest. They're dependable. They know right from wrong. And if you're a customer that deserves their attention, if you're a longtime customer and you have a, a valid concern, they're going to take care of you. But if you're going to say that uh, my transmission went out after you guys rotated my tires, that might be a stretch of integrity for them, like it would be for me. Nevertheless, they have a huge and very comprehensive line of tires in different brands. So you can go in and you can say, take a look at my tires and the size and give me your good, better, best pricing. And that would allow you to decide which one you want. And then they can show you the three tires so that you can look at them as well. So they do not only tires, but from wheelbarrows to tractors and everything in between, but they can balance your tires. They do alignments. They do suspension works. They do vibrations. They do the steering wheel sawing left and right. They do all that kind of stuff. So suspension and tires is their, is what they do. But they also do oil changes and tire rotations and brakes. So S&S Tire, the west side, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear, that's where I'd go if I were on the west side. So my name is Mark Salem, Alan Salem sitting here next to me, and there's another little Mark Salem sitting here next to, the, to me that's Alan's son. He doesn't really know much about cars, but he's a pretty do, good doggone baseball player. <laughs> he's a good baseball player. And he got punched by his brother the other day, and we'll talk about that later. Is that right? Did that happen?
It didn't happen? Okay, he's shaking his head no. So, nevertheless, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. We've got five lines. Why don't you give one of them a call? We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.